Welcome to Empowered for Success podcast by Dennis Chela with Learn, Grow, Influence, where our mission is to empower individuals and organizations through speaking, coaching, and training. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Good morning, everyone. This is your host, Dennis Chela with the Empowered to Success podcast by Learn, Grow, Influence. Welcome to our 35th episode. And what a special episode we have in place for you today. But before we get started, just a few announcements. If you've been following us in the social media, Learn, Grow, Influence now is offering a mini series on the Empower to Success that will be hosted live on our Facebook private group, Empower to Success. And there will also be a teaching call in line. So if you don't want to jump on the Facebook page, you can dial this phone number and you will have access to the teachings the same way as you'd be getting them through the, the Facebook Live. So if you're interested, we're gonna be embarking again on a mini series where we're gonna be talking about communicating on purpose, developing and empowering your inner leaders, starting with understanding where do you stand as a leader? Or what is it that you need to develop on? We're gonna talk about increasing influence. We're gonna talk about how to lead and how to communicate during times of crisis, just like we're going through right now. There's so much more that we're going to be sharing on this, but for more information, I challenge you to visit our website at www.learngrowinfluence.com or check out our social medias, and we'll be posting a link here at the end of the podcast as well. For more information, again, this mini-series will be hosted Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. Eastern time on our Facebook live group at uh, Empower to Success which is the name of the uh, pod, of the Facebook group. And also there'll be a call in line. So check out the link, register through and take advantage of this mini series coming up. So I, I started off by saying that this episode, the 35th episode that we're going to be embarking on today is going to be a very special one. I'm going to be talking and I'm going to be honing in specifically. And this message is for the self-doubters, for the ones that are sitting in there right now on the cast and they have a dream or they have a a vision of, of, of themselves, but yet the self-doubt, their environment maybe is kind of dragging them down and that vision and that dream of theirs tends to fade away and they continue, continue to be stuck in their current uh, trap where they might be. And I, I, I was speaking to a client of mine this weekend and they said, man, that, those are some cool stories and that's good information that you're sharing on your podcast, but have you yourself put any of this in place? And I said, man, what a great question. What a great question that is. And I said, on the 35th episode, I'm going to share my story. I'm going to share my success story. Okay. I'm going to share my success story today on this episode with you, with the sole purpose of hopefully getting you some inspiration so that you can get started and looking at your own current situation with a different set of eyes. Okay. My story is my story. This is Dennis Chela's story that I'm going to share with you. This is not the way, right? If you've had the opportunity to get a copy of our ebook on our website at www.learngrowinfluence.com, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Our purpose here is to equip you and to present you with people, best practices, and tools and resources that will help you navigate and carve your path to success. Your path to success. There is no way or there is no one way that uh, can be given or be taught to you. 
you yourself have to start taking those actions. You yourself has to start making the decisions and, and putting in and figuring out what your success story is. So today I'm going to share with you my success story as far as how I came about. And again, this message is for the self-doubters, for the ones that are sitting there, maybe stuck right now and looking at, at how all the things in their life are maybe going wrong and there's no way out, right? So my story begins back in Albania, in Eastern Europe. That's where I was born and raised. And uh, my parents were both teachers. They were, uh, my father taught Albanian literature and my mother taught kindergarten. Uh, I'm sorry, I should say K, uh, first grade to fourth grade is what my mother taught. So they were both teachers. And when I think of the word visionaries, or, you know, if I were to describe my parents to you in, in, in one word, it would be visionary. You see, Albania was under communism for 50 some years, and it was a very brutal system. If you know anything about communism, it was we were secluded to the world, right? It was just Albania, Russia, China, and once those relationships got ruined, it was just Albania. And we were so closed and so far removed from the world that it, it, it was we were brainwashed in a sense, right? You weren't allowed to dream. Your dreams were controlled by you. And my parents maybe lived that more. I was seven years old when the system changed, but I do remember the ways and the different methods that the government controlled people's lives, right? So your future was controlled by the government. You know, if you wanted something, I remember in kindergarten going into the movie theaters as a little kid. And before the movie was started, all of us were to stand up and we'd clap and clap and sing songs to the dictator and, and, and praise his name. And, and that was it, right? He was the God and he was everything else above. So that's, that's how they started the brainwashing, if you will, of communism and so forth. But I'm not going to bore you with that. You can do some research on your own and maybe we'll do another podcast or another episode down the road to go a little more in detail on that. So I'm, I'm telling you this for a reason. I'm telling you for a reason because I'm, I'm going to share my story with you as I am doing now, but I want to kind of paint a picture. And I want you, as you're listening to this story, I want you to pause and say, where is it that you are currently? How can you relate to my story? And is there anything that you can take from my story that you can empower yourself on this Sunday, on this Sunday the 8th, that you can empower yourself to take action so that when Monday comes in tomorrow, you can look at things differently and take action and remove those self-doubts that might be holding you back. That's the only reason why I'm painting this picture for you. Again, this is my story and I'll share my story with you. So communism, again, the world, we were secluded to the world. No, you know, if, if you had the opportunity to take a peek at what the world was doing by illegally turning your antenna out and trying to capture out any of the TV channels that came from Italy or Greece or vice versa. It was a risky move to make, right? Because there was only one channel and that channel was the Albanian channel, obviously controlled from the government. So again, you didn't have any tools and resources to improve and to empower yourself and to go through. Those words were non-existent. So that was kind of my upbringing, right? And then in 1990, the system changes, democracy comes through, communism is overthrown. We are now opened to the world, right? We go out and we see a different world. And at that time, in 1990, as I'm seven years old, right? I saw a lot of friends and family from my neighborhood that kind of left the country, went outside to the neighboring countries to Greece, Italy, and so forth, and, and came back sharing the stories of, man, there's a different world out there. There's a different world out there. And at that point, I remember 
wanting to this this desire right this burning desire if you talk about how um in in this book think and grow rich it talks about how the burning desire right when you have a goal when you have a vision when you have something that you want to achieve that kind of transpires into you in a burning desire like your entire being right starts thinking about it you, you, you know, every action and everything that you're partaking on kind of aligns into this goal and vision that you have. And I remember at that time wanting to say, and I remember telling my mom, right, that, you know, what I want to do is I want to be an immigrant. I want to get, I want to go out there and, and, and provide for my family and have a better life, you know, than what, what I can have here. But, you know, and that family, that, that vision and that dream to me came in the form of wanting to, to study in the United States of America. But, a step back, I'm living in Lucien, Albania in a two bedroom apartment. My parents are both teachers. Uh, there were no way, there was no way for me to kind of, you know, didn't even know where to start to partake on the journey of coming and studying in America, of living my dream, right? That was my dream. So self-doubt comes in, how I'm going to do it. There's no way to do it. I mean, it's not that you're going to Greece and Italy and you can, at the time folks were going illegally. So you can hop on a boat, you can go through, you're talking coming to America. There's no boat that you're gonna hide into and come over, right? There's no mountain that you can climb to come over to America from Albania, from Europe, right? It's, it's so doubt came in and you know, this dream kind of kept standing there for me and I kept visualizing myself. My, I remember my uncle had a pen and that pen had a one of those floating, um, a, little, a little bit of water in it and you kind of like floated around and what floated around on it was the background of the uh, New York City and the Statue of Liberty kind of floated around on that pen. I remember looking at that pen and visualizing myself and saying, man, one day, one day, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm going to go to America. Right. So here's my story, my dream and my goal. And what I declared as success at the time was that one day I would be here in the United States of America. I'm 12 years old when this dream and this, this again, quoting the, uh, Napoleon Hill from the Think and Grow Rich book. When this dream came about to me in the form of a true burning desire, that that's what I would spend my time on thinking about how do I get there? I had no means, no way of how to get there. But my parents, like I said, as visionary as they were during communism, after communism, they poured into me by taking me to private English courses. So I was exposed to some books that kind of talked about life in the West by, by learning these English courses. And I would sit there and I'd imagine myself walking through those places and thinking about those places and, and so forth. And, and I was thankful to it because my parents poured their life and everything that they had so that I could have the opportunity to come here or, or to the, so that I could learn English because they knew that one day this language, the language of the world being English, would give, would open some doors or opportunities for me. So that's the impact that my parents had on me. At the time, I truly did not see. I hated learning English. I did not care for it. All my friends are outside playing soccer and I'm going to these private courses, hated it. Nevertheless, fast forward, learn English and the law of attraction, if you will. At my time, in my neighborhood at the time, uh, two missionaries from Orville, Ohio come in. So Glenn and Martha Zimmerly, Zimmerly as the, again, as communism falls, the borders open, people are coming into Albania. So these two folks were missionaries from Orville, Ohio, that came in with the idea of impacting the community and then building a church and then spreading the gospel uh, in, in my community and in the surrounding areas of the city. 
And I ended up getting connected with them through a mutual friend of ours. And as I did, again, I'm 12 years old, I'm helping uh, them interpret and uh, I, I pick up, you know, I'm, I, I realized how, how poor my English was, right, as I'm going through, but then by speaking and talking to them and interacting with Glenn and Martha and being able to start interpreting for them, I noticed that my English was getting better and better. So I want to go back to the self-doubters. Where do they come in place? So my environment, my financial, my parents' financial status, my every single thing that you can think of, right, as this dream of moving to America, there was nothing in my circle, in my environment, in my family, in anywhere that would guide or would give me a glimpse of hope saying that, hey, well, you're destined to do this because, you know, here's your financial status. You got a lot of money. Your parents have a lot of money. You have none of that were with me. Everything was against me. The environment that grew up when I would start talking to my friends about wanting to study in America or wanting to go to America, people would laugh. Okay, people would laugh and people would kind of mock in the sand saying, okay, there you go, talking to the Americans, go out there and have, you know, and, and I knew within me, though, that, you know, somehow I was going to make it. I didn't know how. There were a lot of doubts. I didn't know how I was going to even be able to buy a ticket. I didn't know where to start with the visa process, what, what it was like, what, what, where did I, there were so many questions that I did not know. But I knew that I had a burning desire and I knew that it was up to me to continue to, to drive that message through and to bring that thought and make that thought vivid every day. So as, as the time came through, you know, uh, by, by helping out and interpreting with Glenn and Martha, uh, we built a relationship that those folks became like my family. Every Sunday, we, my, my brother and I would go through and we'd help out with the interpreting in, in English. My brother got to pick up the language as well that way. And eventually, as I got into the junior year of high school, uh, Glenn and Martha had asked if I'd be interested in doing a cross-cultural program in, 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 uh, as an exchange student in, in America. And, and you can imagine the joy and, you know, as I'm interpreting. So during this time, uh, take, take that a step back. During this time, from 1995, right, says so I was 12 years old at the time, uh, till about 1999, during that four-year time, I was introduced to a lot of Americans through Glenn and Martha. So I would be able to interpret, I was able to, to listen, and some of them were my age, right, kids that were my age, missionary kids that were in Albania, and I'd listen to their stories, I'd see their games, their, what they had, and I would just, again, sit there and envision what life would be like in America because that was my burning desire. I didn't know how and where and how to go about it, but I knew that one day I'm gonna be in that position. So as, as, as again, to the self-doubters, right now you might be sit, sitting out there and saying how, where, what, or why, and you might let those doubts kind of glimpse your, your dream. I challenge you to keep that dream alive and do not stop, but take action every day towards that dream. You might, not know, have the, you might not have all the answers. The environment might not be right where you're at right now. Your friends and family might not believe in what you're wanting to push through, and that's okay. You yourself are is going to be the only one that is going to push yourself through. Now, there's going to be folks that are going to be presented to you in this path that you need to latch on. And in my case, or Glenn and Martha and many other great folks that I'll share with you in a little bit, but that's, that's what it's all about. You have to take that action and make those connections. And as they come about, be thankful and reflect and share your story with someone else that needs to hear it right now. 
So one of those folks that Glenn and Martha, or, or two of those folks, I should say, that Glenn and Martha introduced me to during this time, it was a summertime in, in Albania, and I had visited my grandparents. Now, these were uh, Wayne and Levina Weaver. So Wayne was a doctor. He was helping out at the time at, the, uh, at a clinic in Tirana. And he was also helping out with the US Embassy with some of the doctors there at the time. So Wayne is a, a traveler. So he, is a, he was a very curious guy. So we, we met at a, Stephen Center was a place that we met in Tirana. And we had ice cream there where we called it just like right now. And I remember Wayne saying, hey, what are you doing this afternoon? Because he was looking for a guide. He said, I'd like to go up to the top of that mountain. And I said, sure. So we got a taxi and I was doing the interpreting and we traveled the next day. We we're up on a train. We went down to the beach and we went through places. And, and I got to know these two wonderful people that were from Holmesville, Ohio. And as we talked about it, you know, I expressed to him my desire that, you know, yeah, you know, I've talked to Glenn and Martha that potentially one day I'd like to come and study in America. And I remember Levana kind of living it with the, hey, well, you know, if you ever do come, we live in here and there. And, and uh, there's a Christian school because we I, I talked to Glenn and Martha about this Christian school in Ohio at the time. And the connection was made to where they weren't too far away from it. But that was it. We said goodbye to one another. They traveled a little more and on they went. So as we come about, I'm going getting through high school, the, the desire, right? I'm taking a few more actions. So as I got the opportunity to identify a school in the United States that was, had an exchange, a cultural exchange program or an exchange student program, which was Central Christian High School, I started looking into it, applied to it. And all of a sudden I get a paper saying that, yes, you, uh, we're, we'd love to have you here as an exchange student for the upcoming academic year in 2000. And this is when things started getting real for me. I now had a piece of paper and I now had a school identified saying that, yes, you can come and study. It's a whole dream of mine and, and all that. So, so things are kind of falling into place. But life was about to teach me a lesson at the age of 17 that has helped me become who I am today. And that lesson was that once I got that piece of paper saying that, yes, we'd like for you to come here, in my mind, I was so excited and so happy and I said, yep, I got it, I'm done, this is awesome, I'm getting to go to America. But more and more and more and more steps followed right after that. Didn't know where I was gonna stay, didn't know how I was gonna go. As I started expressing that idea to my parents, they're confused, right? Because they, they cannot even afford to buy a plane ticket for me, let alone send me to America, where in America, how? So as I'm talking to them, I could see that it was more of a, okay, yeah, yeah, you go for it and you figure it out, but. There was no internet. There was no nothing that I could hop on and do some research. So I had to start and navigate through on my own, right? So all of these doubts. So you have the environment, you have the friendship, you have the family, you have anybody that don't quite know. And when you express this idea of yours because of that comfort zone, everybody wants to kind of drag you down to where they're at and say, we're good here. Why are you wanting to go through all of this? But I knew in me that I wanted to do something different. So I had to figure out where to go in and take a test of, uh, of, of uh, it's called TOEFL, test of English as a foreign language. It was needed as a prerequisite for me to register for this high school. I ended up traveling through the whole capital city, walked place to place. Again, I'm 17 years old at this point. The odd, uh, odds are against me for a 17-year-old kid. And again, I'm not the first one. I'm not the last one. So I want to make sure that everybody understands that this story is not the story, this is my story that I want to share with you, that wherever you are right now, if you feel like the environment and everything is against you, you can do something about it. 
So I got up on my own, went through, figured out where to take the test, took the test, finished it, came back out. And then the next step was you need to go through and start applying at the U.S. Embassy. So I had to make correspondence with the school, got some more paperwork from them. I set up my first interview in, in May of 20, of May of 2000, I set up my first interview to go in and apply to get a visa so that I could come to the United States of America. At this point, again, I have no idea how I'm going to buy a ticket. I don't even know where I'm going, what I'm staying, where I'm coming from. So as I go in and have these conversations of where, what school you're going to, told them the school, the name of the school, I go through a very rigorous process for my interview and my visa gets denied. So that dream of mine that I was, felt like I was so close to all of a sudden failure, denial, gets me right on my face and I'm done. I cannot proceed any force. So self-doubt comes in. I start talking to myself about, well, maybe this is not meant to be, you know, this is it. But then there was something within me again, right? That burning desire that I wasn't done quite yet. Even though I was very clearly told that you will not get it. I wanted to know why. And they wanted some more information. So I went back, got more information, shared that information with the, with the folks. And six times, six times was the amount of times that I went into that embassy to be interviewed. And on the sixth time, I was given a little blue ticket, just as of right now, saying that you will get the opportunity to go study in the United States of America. And during that time, Wayne and Levina were uh, Weaver played a critical role by being able to sponsor through and say, yes, but we will host him as he comes over to the United States. He can stay with us and we're close to the school and so forth. So these are the same folks that were touring and visiting earlier in Albania. So again, I share this story with you because my dream story, my success story, if you will, I define that as success for me. Right. As selfishly as that might sound to someone saying, well, boy, you know, who are you to to guide us through and talk to us about or challenge us about reaching success? I've lived my dream at the age of 17 when I stepped in Detroit, Michigan. I had envisioned myself being able to follow through and I didn't know how I didn't know where I didn't know when I didn't know how I was going to go about it. There were so many questions. I left and hopped on a plane with a, with a duffel bag on my hand and, a, and then a lot of questions because I still didn't know where I was going. I didn't know how I was going to get through and how I was going to. And, and that was my life up to now. But the key that I want to share with you here as a listener, again, for the ones that have embarked on this empower to success story or the ones that are, are pushing through and are being faced with those roadblocks, don't give up push through, figure out what is it that you want. And if this way doesn't go through for you, find out another way. Talk to someone else. Don't just take no for an answer and then succumb. Again, reflect on your journey thus far, put a plan in place and adjust. Keep your goal vivid, create that burning desire and make sure that that is that what it is the way that you want to do and know that it's not going to be an easy journey. Know that Failure is going to hit you into your face. Know that there's going to be nights, just like I did, where you'd sit there and cry because you don't know what the next step is going to be. And you don't need to know all the answers to get started is my message to you today, folks. You do not need to know all the answers to get started. You just got to trust that that burning desire that you have aligns with your vision, with your purpose, and with God's help and with great people 
by being able to connect and go through, you'll be able to eventually get to what you call success for you. So to you, this story of mine, you might know other stories like this or even worse. I can tell you a lot of stories. As an immigrant myself, I have a circle of friends that have been in boats, that have been in trucks to, to, to get to their dream. And they've had it way, their trip and their journey has been worse than what I've had. And to me, those are success stories because they're here today and they're, they're living their purpose, they're living their life and they're able to push through. But what I'm here to share with you is that if you're stuck out there today, if you're somewhere in a process, whether it's a career, whether it's a profession, whatever it might be, if you feel like, man, I'm, you know, I'm full of doubt right now. I don't think I can do it. Everything's working against me. What was I even thinking to, 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 to put this in place? I'm being ridiculed by my friends. I'm, I'm, you know, people that I look up to are looking down and saying, are you crazy to even think that, that that's possible? That's what I want you to write those down. I want you to write those down because one day you're going to look back and tell folks that, yes, I was crazy. Yes, I was crazy. I was crazy enough to follow my dream and push through that I wasn't willing to give up and let that self-doubt hold me back. I did what I had to do to get to where I'm at today. And my story is just beginning. My story is just beginning. This is just the beginning. But when folks question and ask, well, tell me about your success story. I achieved my success at the age of 17. And this is not a prideful moment, folks. This is not something that I'm going to brag about. This is, I'm sharing this with you for the sole purpose to ignite and to keep everyone that's listening right now potentially inspired so that you can take action and not give up on your dream. Because you have a story. You have a story that you need to tell. You have a story that if you look back, if right now at this current moment you're, you're, you're succumbed by the self-doubt and failure because things are not going your way, I want you to pause for a second and say, how did you get to where you're at right now? Reflect on your journey and be grateful for that journey because you are the person that you are today because of your past. But don't let that past hold you back. Use that as a springboard to propel you forth to your future and to the goals that you've set up for yourself. So use those self-doubters, use those critics out there that are maybe holding you back and telling you that, are you crazy to even think this through? Use those as a motivation source for you to even propel forth. I remember sitting on the back of a car when I was asked at the age of 13, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, I want to study in the United States of America. I said, I want to study in the United States of America. And the two individuals that were in the back of the car started laughing and cracking up and said, do you hear this guy? Do you hear this guy? He wants to study in America. We've been trying to do this forever and we've gone that and it, he doesn't even grasp how hard this is. So you might as well give up on it is what I was told. And this was folks that in a sense I looked up to because they had traveled further. They knew more than what I did. And they were in the cusp of getting to the United States of America. So I would latch on to them to learn, but there's folks that I viewed as, as mentors or as somebody that I wanted to follow. And when they turned around and looked at me and said, and laughed at me and said, hey, who, I used that opportunity that years later to remind them that, hey, just finished my college in the United States of America. Again, folks, 
want to be clear in here that I'm not boasting. I'm not here telling you a prideful story of how I've made it and all that stuff. No. Again, I just told you that my story is just beginning. But I'm thankful because when it comes to perseverance and pushing through, I did not do this on my own. I've had some great people that have supported me through and through that I could not. It, the list is so long to help them out. But there, you know, it, it's where you want to be, where you want to go with it. If you're stuck in the environment where you are right now, reach out. Reach out because there's folks out there that while others are laughing at you and while others are looking at you and saying, this is impossible, there's others out there that are willing to lend a hand and help you on. And that's all I'm trying to do today. What I'm trying to do today is let you know that do not give up on your dream. Do not give up on your success story. You have a success story within you. And you need to start sharing that with the rest of the world so that one day someone else can be impacted. And instead of laughing when people share dreams with you, instead of looking at them saying, are you crazy? You should look for a way to be a helping hand on their journey. You should look for how can I help? How can I introduce this individual to someone else who has done that so that he and she can continue to go forth? That's what our purpose is as human beings in this world is. And that is my mission with the Learn, Grow, Influence concept right now, with the Empower to Success is to present people. I am a blessed man to be sitting here today and sharing my story with you. And I share that with a sole purpose. I want you to reach out and say, hey, here's where I'm at. What do you know anyone that can help me on my journey? Can you introduce me to someone? Here's where I'm at career-wise. I've had the opportunity and I've been blessed with a career that people have helped me and I've helped folks and we've come a long way. And now I want to take the opportunity with the Empower to Success and the Learn, Grow, Influence concept and share things that I wish I knew when I got into the workforce. Things that I wish I knew then when I first got promoted. Things that I wish I knew when I did put in for a position, but I did not get promoted. Things when, when I went and I wanted to, to achieve. So these are things that I want to share with everybody. And that is my sole purpose is to be able to help individuals to reach their potential. So again, thank you so much for listening to the Empower to Success podcast. This episode was very special to me because again, I wanted to share my success story with you and how my story is just beginning. And I challenge you to take some time and to reflect upon your story. And if you're stuck somewhere and those self-doubts are pulling you back, reach out. Reach out because there are some great folks out there that are willing to lend help. And be cautious and be aware that there's also going to be those other ones, you yourself included, right? The self-doubt, there's no one but yourself that puts those doubts into you. So be aware of your thoughts first, and then be aware of the environment that you're within. Because that environment will also have a imp negative impact of whether you're going to proceed forth or not. So reach out, evaluate your environment, evaluate your thought process, reflect, adjust, and continue through on the, on the, on the growth journey that you're embarking on. So folks, again, your host, Dennis Cheda. This was our 35th episode. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share that with someone out there who might find this beneficial. And we look forward to chatting again on the next episode. Thank you so much.